Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Fifty fifty-seven. Wait, who was she married to? She they, was with Lance Armstrong. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, a yeah. strong guess. I'm guessing slightly younger at fifty-four. Fifty-nine. Oh, oh so shot Liv McKenzie, who's our guest on this episode of the worst idea of all time, season six, but it's actually season five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so gutted that this wasn't That's season a huge six. Huge oversight. <laughs> really dumb on our part. Cheryl Crow <laughs> did a bond theme. Uh, ah. She did um, Was it Die Another Day? Uh, no, it was Tomorrow Never Dies Oh man What are some of her songs? All the titles sound the same All I want to do is have some fun oh, okay. You would have been two when that song came out Yeah, I remember it vividly It's my, yeah. my first memory <laughs> Shield Crow's All I Want to yeah. Do A lot of people would kill for that <laughs> I what, did We just m- watched a film called Emmanuel and the the six lives of ghosts. Yes, and the six lives. Do we have to talk about it? Yeah, we do. It's because we watched it for an hour and a half of our (laughs) human time on this earth. I'm so upset. (laughs) I really, I thought it was going to be like a 20 minute episode. Yeah, Liv thought she was coming over to watch eight minutes of hardcore (laughs) explicit (laughs) pornography. I would have rather that. I think just cram it all in. That's this what she it. said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, got him. Yes. Hey, by the way, I'm so on a stall. You got to watch out. We riff a lot on this podcast, oh, so no. you set something like that up for oh, Tim. He's going to oh. lock it straight down. I fucking hate this attitude. I love to guy. riff. What you hate, like shit, New York comedian guy <laughs> or something? I don't know. Brilliant podcast. And that host was guy. Th- that was a lowercase G. By the way, <laughs> that wasn't like a direct <laughs> shot across the bow. 
You know the type, love, because you uh, spent a good while in NYC. Yeah, I did. Thank you so much for bringing it up. I had to bring um, it up within the first two minutes of the podcast because it's a contractual requirement. Yeah, and otherwise Whenever we have I would. you or Alice <laughs> Sneddon on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You must reference your time <laughs> in the Big Apple. How did you like the open mic scene? Um, it was uh, dog shit. And how did you like the movie? <laughs> This no, movie? That was great. That was very skillful. <laughs> um, also dog shit, I think. Oh, well. Did um, you like it? In parts. I thought the sound mix was awful. You wandered off a lot. I wandered off three times. <laughs> three here's, times. I never Here's what off. I did. Once to take a shit. <laughs> Once to put my phone in a different room so I wouldn't be tempted to go on it. Uh-huh. Thrice <laughs> to check my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! But I, uh, it is a an, an enthralling idea. A woman from Transylvania who lives <laughs> in a bungalow in California has three friends over for the weekend. Uh, coincidentally, the same weekend that her house and the sort of sexual spirit of her house is overrun by old ghosts. Because she finds really she finds an A three printout in her pool. It's a yeah. printout of a sketch someone's done with charcoal. But it's Is floating it? on her while well, it's presumably it's like, laminated. It's a photo and their faces are kind of blurry and then she immediately frames it above we were, the fireplace. We were also watching this movie at a crisp 144p resolution. <laughs> so it was a little bit hard to make out what was a photo, oh. what was a painting. At that kind of definition. Mm. But but it's just floating in the pool. She finds it, I guess frames it and puts it up, right? She finds it after she's had like a weird sex hallucination that where the intercut with a ma- faceless man riding a horse. Yes. Oh, yeah, that never came back. And, no. a, the horse and a field of sheep. And the sheep, because she's looking up out of the pool, somehow down into a field of sheep. It was very confusing. And then that was a dream. And then she wakes up in bed. And so I was like, okay. You know when you're having a sex dream and it's intercut with farmyard animals, <laughs> yeah. but you're not having sex with the animals? You know that yeah. familiar feeling? Normal, relatable stuff. <laughs> This movie was so hard to watch and not in the way that you want porn to be hard to watch. Am I right? Tim's talking about uh, cocks. (laughs) Yeah. Cocks and socks. (laughs) Socks is what we call vaginas on this. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, So, yeah, basically. It's like Cotney rhyming slang, except it'll make you angry (laughs) and vomit. (laughs) Emmanuel had three friends over. It's unclear why they went. Presumably they wanted to open themselves up sexually or visit their friend. The house is overrun (laughs) by ghosts, fucking ghosts, ghosts who fuck people. (laughs) And um, basically it runs for an hour and a half. Why didn't the ghosts just fuck each other? That would have been an easy fix. Well, it seemed like every time they masturbated, they were also somehow watching ghosts fuck each other. They were having like a weird overcome with like a weird. So the ghosts can fuck each other. I think so. It was or, a combination of um, hallucinations where they saw the ghost yeah. and then toward the end of the film, the ghost started, um, what is that called? Uh, possessing them, yeah. their bodies. Oh, yeah, it was full possession by the end. But it seemed like they were watching, I don't know if they were watching like ghost memories or the ghosts mm. were currently fucking in limbo. Or a premonition to a future time when Emmanuel would fuck someone in a pool at the end of the movie. Oh, yeah, there was like a, at the start it was either a dream or a flash forward. Because then she fucks the same, spoilers, she fucks the same guy <laughs> at the end. Spoilers. Big spoiler warning on this uh, episode <laughs> of the podcast. 
If you intended to watch Emmanuel and the Sex Life of Ghosts, spoiler free, I'm sorry, you've come to the wrong place because we will be explaining in explicit detail the plot as we understood it. (laughs) Yeah. These usually are spoiler free too, so we apologize for that misunderstanding. Uh, Yeah, basically what you got, you got a movie with four real people, three ghosts trapped in a picture of a fireplace. If anyone falls asleep, you better watch out. You're going to get fucked. You're going to get fucked five ways to the moon. Dude Ghost was hot. He was a hot dude. He was a baron, and he had an insatiable sexual appetite. Yeah. At one point, we see a memory, a sexual memory. Emmanuel <laughs> like, doesn't really know what's happening, but she finds a book and starts sort of you know, believing that what is in the book is an articulation of the sex lives of the people in this blurry framed oh. picture. And so at one point, she's like, it's dinner time, and she prepares dinner, and then when everyone sits down to a meal, before they can even start shoveling food into their face, she's like... I'm going to tell you in explicit detail about how these motherfuckers fucked. And it is explicit. We see full frontal female nudity for the first time. Yeah, we see sock. (laughs) (laughs) I regret saying that. (laughs) We see the first sock sighting we've seen. Still no cock, though. No, I think we see like a a whisper of... A shadow of a penis. Was it in that bit? No, it was like right at the end. When they're they're before um, the other three go get in the pool. And the one girl's like, no. Which, by the way, Liv, there's a lot of sex in the pool in this movie. There's so much Are sex you in the pool. pro, anti, words of advice for people attempting? I just think water is not a lubricant. And it looked oh, like. Hey, folks, water's painful. not a lubricant. But you know when you try, you know when you've just got out of the pool and you try to put jeans on? Yeah. I like, often dry my legs first. Yeah, but they're not, you can't fully dry, unless you have like a blow dryer. Do you take a blow dryer to the pool to blow dry your legs completely? No, but I, I use a towel. Hold on, <laughs> Liv, don't, don't get sucked into his vortex. He's <laughs> railroaded your good metaphor here. No, you can dry your legs enough without a blow dryer no, to put on jeans. No, no, not enough. Not enough to comfortably and easily put on jeans. I genuinely didn't know you were wearing a Pokemon t-shirt. That rocks. Thank you. I rock. <laughs> And it's got the original lineup: yeah, Pikachu, lineup. Squirtle, Charmander, Bulbasaur, just the faves. None of these other fucking yes. bones. Yeah, that's what made Pokemon Yellow plus. such a find. Yeah. Because you get given Pikachu, and then when you're out in your adventures, yeah. you come across the other three core Pokemon. Could you get everyone in Yellow? Like, could you catch them all without having to or trade? Or 150. You still got to trade, 151. I think. 151. Oh, Mewtwo. Sorry. I, no, I don't think you could. But the, their renderings were much better on the, the Game Boys. Who's your favourite Pokemon? In yellow. Yeah. It was the same. It was exactly no, the no, yes it wasn't. It, yes Not between was. blue and red and yellow. Yes, it was the same game. It's just Pikachu followed you. No, it was different. The way that the Pokemon looked when you came across them in the wild or in battle was different. It was more detailed. Send us a tweet at TwiWetPod <laughs> and let us know. I'll fucking get on my phone right now. Do it. I'll, I'll close fucking the Shell Pro Wikipedia tab. Your phone's right tab. there, friend. <laughs> You get into it. Liv and I all... I'm disagreeing with everyone. I think you can put jeans on after a swim. And well, we're not no. talking about that. We're talking about fucking and water. No, let's talk about Pokemon. <laughs> change the subject. How do you think Pokemon... Who do you think would be the best fucker out of all the Pokemon? Uh, um, Marchoke. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a tiny, shriveled, roided dick, I reckon. Yeah. He's got nothing going on. Yeah, but he could really throw you around. That's true. Really good. My champ could throw you around. That's like six arms. He's got too many arms. (laughs) He's got an uncomfortable amount. I was going to say. Actually, no, that's better. Yeah, my champ. Hey, you want my champ? What's up, dickheads? I'm on the famous website Sheridan's Son. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? 
I don't know. But uh, the differences between red, blue, and yellow are minor. The graphics are the biggest change. Oh, fuck. As yellow <laughs> contains updated and colored sprites. So I once again can eat shit yeah. in the hand of Guy Montgomery. This is why I'm on the stool, man. There's, <laughs> the, the other two uh, of your hosts for this fine episode have got lovely chairs, but I'm on a, I'm on a little stool, and it has yeah. been proven now that is where I belong. Yeah, because of your little ideas and your yeah. little attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, you were saying towards the end of the film, and I begged off of you mm. to uh, hold off on this theory mm. off mic so that you could share it with us in real time. You think that there's a good movie buried amongst the muck and the mire of these ghosts? Oh, 100%. Because... <laughs> These ghosts it is revealed toward the end, and it's it is quite hard to get a, a grip over the story because like the Samix is so bad. Yeah, I haven't seen Tenant, but I'm aware of the memes. The <laughs> seems Tenant level bad mixing to me. You can't understand the dialogue. Yeah. So what do we and know? At one point, there's a scene that's just really close to an extractor fan. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, can you hear a rumble? And then I turned it up <laughs> to see if it was like something in my house. It wasn't. It's in the film. Yeah. And it was because they were in the kitchen. Um, but what do we know about this film? It Liz? is nice to know, though, just sorry, as a side, that whatever food is being cooked, the smell isn't overpowering the kitchen. Because often when I'm watching a movie, I'm oh, always yeah. like, oh, no. The whole house is going to smell of nacho beans. <laughs> You're right. But, and they have um, to fuck in the thank, kitchen while they're cooking <laughs> thank God they included beans the bad the sound so that we could just, you know, make our peace with that. Yeah. We've got four adults, three mm-hmm. ghosts, a house, uh, some semblance of couples between yeah, the four. Yeah, the, the, the relationships oh. are very unclear. Quite a fluid sort of. Yeah. It is a bit, but then people also get angry, so it's not like a well-communicated open relationship. Scenario. But it's well. It's well enough. Those fights on the scale of fights seemed somewhat like petty. It was more like yeah. moods. It was like yeah. weather that people were going through You're rather right. than a core problem with the relationship. So then, what I'm saying is, we've got these ghosts, and towards the end, it's revealed that. Well, actually, one of the last scenes is Emmanuel. The other three all get possessed. At no, the guy times. The, well, the two women oh, do. Oh, yeah, the two women get possessed, and, and they, they fuck the guy, and yeah. then the guy does get possessed. So and the other all, woman is. Either also possessed or just very into it. It's like yeah, she's the go- it. It's yeah. like Ghostbusters. Sigourney Weaver's character, the I think she's the gatekeeper because I think um, Lewis is the key master and how she's like writhing around all sexy and that this is lost on both of you. Yeah, I not wish, a reference no, I wish I'd too. watched Ghostbusters. But I've seen it. But it's not like enough. if you take that kind of sexual possession thing to its natural conclusion, it's this movie in a way, which is being haunted <laughs> by. Um, Thirsty demons mm-hmm. And Emmanuel Falls into like a sex trance For ages While these other three Like take turns Getting possessed And fucking each other And then um, Emmanuel kind of Banishes them Because he starts saying One of the men ghosts Who's fucking Emmanuel The Baron? Yeah it could be the Baron He's I like Starts describing this scenario That they're in Which is neither heaven Nor hell And that she should join them Because they'd be able To just fuck forever and then she's like, do I need to die? And he's like, no, join me in this place that isn't heaven or hell where we can, like, you know, but she, fuck forever. He doesn't want her to – he <laughs> just explanation. wants – Because it's when she takes the picture <laughs> off the frame and she's, like, about to put it in the fire to yeah. expel the house yeah, yeah, of yeah. ghosts. But then she – but so then she does because she, like – she doesn't even put the photo in the frame to get rid of them. She's just, like, be gone because she figures it out. Yeah. So this concept of having – Horny as fuck ghosts who are stuck in purgatory. <laughs> who have also gone to warehouse stationery to print out a photo to yes. put in the pool. Or, or uh, what is it called in America? Kinkos? Kinkos. 
just trying to regionalize it for our <laughs> listener base. And uh, so we've got these thirsty ghosts, real people in some sort of fluid relationship, and the ghosts are trying to pull them in to like their their. It's like a vampire movie. It's like, no, nah, you got to yeah. get bit. You know? Uh, like there's a good movie in except there. Except you've got to get fucked. Well, you've got to get dead yeah. is actually it. Because to become like a ghost. trying to kill her though. Yeah. No, he does. It, it, like he has his hand around I her throat in an erotic way. Thing, yeah. yeah, but like, it was going. like a machamp kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It was going there. That was the whole, that was my read on the thing. But then again, I did get oh, the Pokemon yellow graphics s- thing wrong. So now my faith and my, <laughs> my logic is all gone. It felt like he was trying to like steal her spirit. Like he was trying to, he was trying to convince her to like her spirit. I to think, leave her body? I, I think is there not death. What is not death? If it isn't uh, well, being like unshackled murder. from your body. Murder. Like it just seemed, it seemed more like voluntary. I, I don't think he was on tra- her part. Yeah. Cause he wasn't trying to talk her into like die. Like, but again, I think it's a vampire thing. It's like, they've got to kind of agree to the Can deal. I introduce mm. to my no. third, the third theory, which is just that he just liked the way the weekend had been. And she was going to throw it all away by burning the picture. And he's like, don't burn the picture. Just bring more mates over. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all like get fucking confused and horny for a weekend. And yeah. then, you the know. funniest bit, which Liv cracked onto early, was that the Baron, you hear a word like Baron, you think 19th century. Yeah. These cunts were from 2006. <laughs> the, the blonde, streaky highlights, the. Like very red lipstick. Yeah, there is something very modern about that lipstick and the nails as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The French tips. <laughs> Super horny aesthetic. I, you know, but modern. Oh yeah, hyper modern. Yeah, they looked. They didn't look from the 18th century for a second. Are Good you, teeth. A Baron still around? Can you get a modern day Baron? Oh, like, Baron Trump. Of course yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but there must be other Barons. Oil Barons. Yeah, is that a is that an official title? No, no, it's just mm. more like a um a descriptor. No, there's got to be a, the modern day Baron. Maybe in Germany. Maybe someone in Germany. Maybe in Germany. Yeah, there be some German. German, German Emmanuel Baron with an elephant cock. <laughs> we did. Um, there's a stereotype which I feel like really took hold that in the two German Barons have massive schlongs. <laughs> no, that Germans like do a lot of scat pornography and and ah. scat sex. Is this not something you're aware of? Watch that. <laughs> I'm not going to. I wonder if it's based on anything or if it's just like a form of. Uh, so bigotry. German, yeah, Germans were so prim and proper, so it was believed that they were up to into absolute filth oh, in the yeah. in the in the um. Oh, bedroom. like it's okay. There's that famous club in Berlin, the Berghain, mm. where it's like you go into the Berghain, chances are you're going to get pissed on. Chances are <laughs> not enough toilets. Too <laughs> That's many why people. I go in. Like, That's why you go please, in today. Do you get into Berghain? I understand it could be very challenging. I made a TV um, series. I produced it. It was like a web series, but it, Here we go. it didn't actually Here get we go. on TV. <laughs> Called The Male Gas was Chris Parker and Eli Matheson. Uh, we had a chat to a guy who ran a gay nightclub in the, I think, early 2000s for years and years. And they had a um, leather daddy who would just, he was like, I can't remember the word, but it was like a, a piss lord or something, where he just loved being urinated on <laughs> and would just hang out in the urinal. Imagine putting that on your CV. Yeah. <laughs> leather daddy slash piss lord <laughs> for six years. Oh my god! At this great club, it was um, you know, what is now Madame George, I think, on K Road. Oh wow! I um, just remembered a friend of mine went to Berghain and was uh, taking a piss, and there was a guy in the urinal who was like, "Hey, could you piss on me?" Really? Yeah. And my uh, friend was like, um, "Okay, sure." Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to be pissed on? I'm pissing. Why not? 
So they pissed on him, and then another person came in, and then uh, I think he, I don't know what the exact dyna- social dynamic was, but yeah. he sort of got um, in a situation where he was he was also meant to be pissed on in return. And oh, like, no. no. He was no, like, no, I no, actually no, don't no. want that. I did not Thanks. read the terms and conditions. So <laughs> right. I'm a pisser, not a pissy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just look out there, everyone. Yeah, you got to read what's on the tin. That, um, that, that's shitty... That's shitty though, man. Because your friend was doing something that might have been out of his comfort zone to, to oh, help a person yeah, out. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. You get pissed on really him brave. for that. Yeah, to help someone, and then he's going to get urinated yeah. on, like without any bloody. You've just done a favor for someone. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> it's an incredible favor economy. We're pissing on someone, is there? <laughs> oh. Come on, man! I pissed on you. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Did you have a fave character out of all the humans and ghosts that were in this um, film? We've got seven different people. I think, I guess. And a it, horse. Oh, the horse. I think I liked Emmanuel the best. She was the least whiny. She's so confusing. She's to me. pretty cool. Where is she Makes from? Some mean nachos. <laughs> She's from Transylvania. Yeah, her accent does in this film lead me to suggest that she is Transylvanian, which is a. Very specific kind of a choice, I think, for where to take the Emmanuel character. Yeah. She started French, became American, and now Transylvania. <laughs> she, but she's been from different parts of um, Eastern Europe a bit recently. Is this the whole – is she – is she? This is it the same actress the whole series? No, it's, it's, it's James Bond style sort oh. of. This, the character and spirit oh. lives on through different interpretations. Okay. Yeah. It's what I'm planning to do with the Guy Montgomery franchise. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping Will you that, pass on the wardrobe to another? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that foot. Guy Montgomery outlives How us tall all. Are you? Six two? Yeah. Six two. Six two. Six two. You gotta find some uh They could be different sizes. Some beautiful six Oh really? Yeah. They look yeah. ridiculous in your clothes. Yeah, yeah. Imagine no, if but I put your sweaters on. You'd look great. No, I wouldn't. I'm you not would. tall enough. No, you'd look good. <laughs> what do you think, Liv? I think throw it over to a tiebreaker. Um, I think it you'd look good. Thanks, Liv. Is that convincing? Yeah. No. I bought it. It's <laughs> deeply unconvincing. I was just thinking if I wore your clothes, I'd look like a toddler. Like a very cool toddler. Why? <laughs> I was short, toddlery, I don't know. Mm. A little hat? <laughs> Toddlers are getting trendier and trendier. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Is it? Uh, yes. Yeah, it makes you me are, jealous. You, you, are, you will one day take charge of a toddler yourself. Soon. Are you going to deliberately dress them like dirt? Not like dirt, but there's like, you, <laughs> but the point is not being trend. Like fuck that. Fashion is such bullshit, and like oh, being no. in trend is such bullshit. <laughs> Here and then we go. You want to like protect your kid for as long as possible from that kind of carry on. Yeah, but you also want them to look sick. Yeah, the whole point. They'll look cool. Style is forever. But trends are a stupid thing. So we what, are you gonna, to what are you going to put your toddler in? A fucking three-piece <laughs> dinner suit if it's before 6 p.m. I just six tuxedos on there. Yes, yes. What are they sleeping? Uh, they they sleep in a silk two-piece. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Elegance, not trendiness, you know. I see. It's going to be the order of the day. And what what about when they start having their own opinions about what they should be wearing? Then they can uh, sh- shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> They'll continue to wear the three-piece. Yes, exactly. exactly. Well, you know what, Tim? I came in against you, but I've come out the other side with you. Liv, I couldn't agree more. Don't take this the wrong way, but you struck me as someone who's consumed a bit of porn in your time. No. Really? Yeah, I'm, I always forget about porn. 
you forget about yeah. porn because your imagination's so good. Or yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, yeah, I could watch porn. But just, meh. Yeah. I just once, every once in a while. Yeah. A special treat. Yeah. A special treat. Do you remember your first, like, do you remember um, when you first came across porn, when you were first introduced to the fact that it exists? I don't know. I remember the first episode of Sex in the City I saw. Yeah. Which I feel like was probably the closest. Yeah. yeah. Which was the one where um, Samantha, no, not Samantha, Charlotte, where she, she, I think she has a dream. Or she, and she fucks the um, gardener. And when oh. she's married to, is it uh, Trey? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Trey. Trey like can't a, get it up. It's like a rose garden. Yeah, it's like she's in the rose garden and it's all like steamy. And yeah, I remember watching that. The hell? You were like, fucking Whoa. the hell. I was like, this is lit. Yeah. yeah. This is great. Yeah, but I don't remember the first porn I watched. But that's because I was like, got the internet when I was like, oh. You were born into 11? it. Even kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when we got our first computer. And then so I probably saw wow. some like gnarly stuff. Do you know what there needs to be is like a a, a a new dominant genre of porn, which is just respectful, normal style. So it's like Dude, instead of, I honestly feel day. like it's due a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like if you've got, say, you're you're in your mid to late 20s now, mm-hmm. but there's, they've kept making children since, you know, since the Liv McKenzie release. <laughs> And they are like, you know, there's internet, constant exposure to internet. Like, what an yeah. artful way of saying there's people younger than you. <laughs> That's why it's such a good stand-up. Who would think to say it like that? We feel good about getting older. <laughs> but the, all of their, like, they're so conditioned to the, some of the most hardcore yeah. and, like, what is, you know, what is not a nor- Like, porn is like watching, I think I used to even try and do a joke about this, Watching porn before you've had sex, it's like watching Roger Federer play tennis and then being like, I can do that, and yeah. trying to play tennis yeah. and being frustrated. You don't play tennis like Roger Federer. And like, what the fuck do you expect? <laughs> you watch the best in the biz do it for however long, and it's you like, haven't even begun. But There's, that's like stand-up too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Because you watch your favorite stand-ups, but you're like... That looks easy. No, actually, no. I feel like I never watched stand-up being like, I was like, I could never do that. And then I went to like an open mic, and I was like, Oh, I can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can bomb for five minutes. Absolutely. But there, there need to be there needs to be like a premature ejaculation subgenre of porn, <laughs> impotence porn, all gotcha. of the maladies which befall yeah. young lovers. Surely that that's out there. That's got to be a thing. I guess that's like that's big mouth or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like TV shows which deal with these youth, these uh, young adult issues. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a category of porn as well. Yeah, there needs to be like an intro to porn. There's everything. Everything's out there, man. (laughs) Man. (laughs) They've got everything on there. They really do. It's too expansive. Yeah, so I can't, it's, I feel like I've just missed too much. There's too much to catch up on, so I can't get into porn wise. now. <laughs> mm. It's not all one narrative. You can sort of no, quite imagine I've, if it was. I can't go back and watch it all. I've, I've just <laughs> <laughs> too much to catch live, up on. You don't have to watch it all, I'm uh, telling you. Yeah, I feel about Sopranos the way you feel about pornography. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like that about podcasts too. Yeah, it's just, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You don't have to listen to all the podcasts. Yeah, but I feel I feel like I can't say I'm a fan of a podcast unless I've listened to all of it. So I can't say I'm a fan of porn unless I've watched all of it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a kind of sense. Yeah, I can't be a fake fan. Fuck, man! And like, even in this um, bracket of Emmanuel's with this woman, whose name I should know by now. Oh, all of hers have been bad. This one, 
so boring. It's a great title. It was really boring. Six Lives of Ghosts? Except Are you we, kidding me? We did. We. I mean, um, you would think that seeing full female, uh, full frontal nudity. Is that your phone, mate? Or is yeah, it my phone? It's who, my phone. Who is it? Taryn. Oh. Taryn Mahomes. Are we going to need to take that? I don't know. Can I just check my yeah, phone? Yeah, you can take that, but I will record Taryn it. Taryn can make or break someone in this industry. <laughs> yeah, you never leave it. him on red. <laughs> I'm... Oh, he hasn't messaged me or anything. He's just called me. That is a classic over 40 move. So <laughs> He's going to be offering you oh. a gig in three months in can Raglan. I, can I just take this opportunity to say this? If you're listening to this podcast and you're dealing with anyone in your life under the age of, let's say, 36, and you just ring them out of the blue, please stop doing that. <laughs> it is horrible. It's a horrible thing to do to someone. Have you ever got an absolutely out of the blue um, FaceTime from Brendan Lovegrove? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, but not for a while. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, haven't had the pleasure in a little hot minute. Yeah, he loves to do that. That's different, though. The rules don't apply to Lovegrove. Yeah, no. He's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, Tim, you know I'm a huge advocate for hiring an objective, professional, licensed professional to tell my problems to so that when they tell me what they think, I know I'm getting it straight. That's where BetterHelp comes in. That's right. BetterHelp have a big pile of professionals to talk to at your convenience online. You've done a bit of therapy, right, Guy? I started doing therapy during, uh, there was a pandemic, I don't know if you remember, and the benefits were immediate and long-lasting. They help give you skills that you can use when you are in stressful or anxious situations. Honestly, it's changed my life for the better. I guess that's why they call it BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash all time today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash all time. <laughs> um, yeah, so this movie is bad in a bad bucket of movies, you know? Uh, and I don't know how many more we've got to watch with um, this woman, although I don't think it's that many. Natasha? Yeah. Natasha? Natasha something. You liked her. that one of the actors was simply known as Kelsey. I think that's very funny to just 
be like, I'm going to drop the last name like Beyonce, but your name's <laughs> Kelsey. We've come across that a lot in the porn, this Emmanuel yeah. journey. The, um, who was the cool sound dude? Oh, who, like, Thomas Boom. Oh, no, 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 oh. no, no. There was a composer who did like a raft of them that had really cool soundtracks. I think it was the French ones and he, he was just like a one-name guy as well. It's a, I think it's... And you can look him up on Spotify. He actually has some good songs. It's probably just a, not just a porn thing. It's just an artist thing. So yeah. it's like prints. But you think like make up a full, if you're going to do porn, just have a full porn star, like fake name, like stage name. Um, first, name. first and last. <laughs> first and last. Yeah, Amanda yeah. Sock Burn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do just, just Kelsey is very funny. <laughs> Kelsey P or Kelsey? Kelsey? <laughs> it is one of those names. Yeah. I feel like there's no Kelsey's right now, but when there, there was like a hundred at one, yeah. one go and then we were done on them. Yeah. Everyone agreed no more Kelsey's. <laughs> Not New Zealand though. Um, also, can I get your hot take on something that Guy observed in this movie? Mm-hmm. Americans have shitty kitchens. Yeah. Yeah, this was a it's pretty... A, most of our audience live in America, so... To talk to them about it. Um, fuck you. Fuck your kitchens. <laughs> fuck your families. Okay. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> maybe just maybe concentrate more on the kitchen um, part of it. Um, <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> You're an embarrassment to kitchens worldwide. It looked like a classic American kitchen yeah. in this movie. Because I don't even know if it's real. Like you guys have lived there. I've never lived there. But all never, the. I've never seen one. All the kitchens that you see depicted in film and television from American series and movies are the same. And they're these like huge sprawling double door fridge, soda laden kitchen aisle, having bar stool, a donning shitty faux tile work, dressed up pieces of shit (laughs) and the burbs. Yeah. And they have bad ovens. They're either too big or too little. In this case, Uh, too little. Yeah. It was like a tiny oven. I have, I just have, I don't have a very good eye for like interior design. So I was like, it just looks like a kitchen. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell. That's fair. I would like, I would never design my own house. You wouldn't trust yourself. I mean, I can't afford a house, but if I could. <laughs> it's a fun dream to play around with. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Someone else would be like, I, when I played The Sims, I never like designed the houses. I was like, yeah, yeah, chuck a fridge in there. Woohoo. woo-hoo. So, and what was the game about for you then? Woohoo. About woohoo? Yeah, Fuck The it. Sims having sex. Ah, is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Making woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> and then do they have children? Mm, yes. And I some think maybe them, later on. Yeah, yeah, not in like the first gen. Yeah, I'm not sense. sure if they got pregnant. Maybe like three. I feel like yeah. three. Three was a real different. turning point in the oh, franchise. Oh, well, I oh, think shit. you could you could either just woohoo or you could try for a baby. Oh, true. Would you guys do that thing where you'd build a pool and take the ladder out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> or put them all in a room, set off fireworks, take the doors out. <laughs> yeah. It was kind on. of insane that the game like... <laughs> Let you do it because yeah. it's just like, of course. I'm everyone, po- like everyone was pointing at GTA, like this is the reason that society, society is crumbling. <laughs> yeah, but the Sims is like it's on a deeper level. Sims like GTA is homicidal. like mindless, immediate violence, but the Sims is like psychological warfare. Where yeah. it's like GTA. I'm going to take the door out and watch you realize that you're going to die. Yeah, because you have to get really creative with it. Yes. GTA, you can just run someone down to your car, and that's yeah, yeah, boring. Yeah. You've got to put people in a deathly situation and then remove all means of escape from that situation. And everyone talks about, like, you know, how popular GTA is. I'm pretty sure The Sims as a franchise has outsold GTA as a franchise. 
It's more pervasive. Yeah. I feel like you know the kind of people playing GTA. Predominantly yeah. it's it's like kind of 19-year-old dudes. Yeah. But everybody plays the same. Yeah, yeah, totally. Boys and girls. Socks and cocks. <laughs> I will never recover from uh, vaginas being described as <laughs> socks. The good thing about this podcast is Guy, Guy and I, as soon no. as we hit that record button to stop the recording it's gone man we don't remember anything <laughs> we've said just exists out there in the ether and a beautiful little vacuum look we've been sort of vaguely dancing around discussing this porn for about 30 minutes but we all know the real reason that we watch porn is to become aroused and it's different for cocks and socks but um there is a man who comes into our podcast every episode to check in on the varying levels of arousal and Hello, you're not. He's at the Hello, Bone Inspector. <laughs> Hello, sir. Hello, Tim. I feel like it's been a really long time since I've seen you. It has. I've been out pounding the pavement, knocking on doors, and checking on whores. Pounding <laughs> the pavement. Oh, I really wish I'd listened to an episode of this before I came on. It sounds like you've been having sex with concrete. Is that, or, or do you just like walking around? Walking around, I trying see. to find boners. Uh, checking on socks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you heard the new terminology. Please, don't hey, look everyone's at my sock. Ca- everyone's calling pussies socks these days. <laughs> um, Boner Inspector, and I will use your official job title because we have a guest in the house, a first time. Yes, here. hello. I'd like to introduce you to Liv <laughs> McKenzie, who's a New Zealand comedian. Hi, uh, Liv. Hi, Boner Inspector. Hanging out today. And um, I'm so, so sorry to intrude like this. Liv has just watched um, a movie oh. with Guy and I. Yes. Called uh, Emmanuel the Sex Life. That's of how Ghosts. I knew to visit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, Well, I'll start with you, Tim. Yeah, I'll kick off. Any murmurings of an erection? Well, I t- the interesting thing is this, Boner Inspector. I understand you saw a full sock. Full sock this time <laughs> for the first time, um, which was. Interesting in more of a meta way than a sensual way. You mean in a canonical sort of way it fits in with the entirety of the franchise? Um, More like take a zoom out of being in the story and look at it as a cultural product or a a production per se and be like, interesting, it took them this long to break that rule. Mm. Um, This movie, I don't know exactly when it came out, but I want to say 2004. The way you're describing it, Tim, doesn't sound very horny. Uh, Maybe a boner of the mind. It was it was a boner of the mind of sorts, yeah. Tell it, me about your pants. Piqued my interest. The pants uh, nary a whisper, I'm sorry to say. And do you know what else? I, I, I was so bored in the movie that I kept smoking weed, and then I think because I was stoned, I would get more bored of the movies and I would smoke more weed, and it became a vicious cycle. Mm. And I don't think that's a drug that leads to sexual arousal either. So. Weed can be an erotic drug. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it wasn't in this case, so... I'm so sorry uh, to report I've got nothing for you. That's okay. Now, Liv, I'm sorry to do this year. The old shock sock. Did anything turn you on in this movie? No. I think uh, I think I felt like the same way I felt about Fifty Shades of Grey, where I was like, or like reading the books, where I was like, God, this dialogue is so boring. I just wish they'd have sex. But then they'd have sex, and I'd be like, not this again. <laughs> I want to develop the plot, but then the plot's so boring. I'm like, oh. I just wanted it to end. Yeah. I felt like mm. I was stuck in a sexual limbo, but I wasn't even getting <laughs> fucked by a ghost. Waste so. of my fucking time. <laughs> uh, Guy, no. See ya. <laughs> okay, he's off. 
Very well. What a confronting man. Yeah, he's full on. Did Does you invite him or? Um, in he a kind way. of just knows to come. Like yeah. Santa? He's yeah, a bit he's like, like Santa. Santa. Oh, wow. He's less magnanimous. Are <laughs> <laughs> you were going to say less magnetic? <laughs> he's very magnetic. <laughs> Santa is? No, no, the bone inspector. Oh, okay. He's got like, he's, oh. he makes no bones about who he is. He's unapologetically himself. And in that respect, it's you've got to think one aspect it. of being magnetic. Well, you've yeah. got to have a kind of generosity of spirit coupled got, with that. Otherwise, you're just he's Jeff Bezos. Got a pretty sad backstory <laughs> as well, that guy. I can't remember the details, but um, yeah, yeah, I remember it being sad. I do remember it. Is it like as Twilight Pod on Twitter? Yeah. If you remember what this story has he was. has he had sex? We don't know. He he sort of I'm roams sure. the earth looking for a boner. Yeah, it really feels like a vibe of a guy who has not had sex before. He's like a um spirit. He's like in a oh, limbo of sorts, you know what I mean? Ghost. Yeah, just shambling around this mortal realm. Looking for socks and cocks. L- looking, for, <laughs> looking for socks and cocks <laughs> that have signs of arousal and he he, he can't um he can't have peace until he finds one of those just one one of those generals. <laughs> yeah. Which is in stark contrast to our other guest on every episode of the podcast. Yeah, who I think I can see just walking up the path now <laughs> to the studio. Here he is. Yes. Hello, George. <laughs> Hello, Tim. Liv, I'd like to introduce you to the world's greatest listener, one-time James Bond, the Australian Thunder from Down Under, former model, current man dining out on his one-time Bond experience, and currently alive, George, George Lazenby. Lazenby. Hi, George. Hi, Liv. So nice to meet so you. So nice to see you. Ah, well, how is everyone? It's been a minute. <laughs> it has been a beat, but you sound better than ever, George. Well, I've been sm- I've been sm- cutting back. You've been cutting back on the cigs? Yeah. I didn't actually know you are a cigarette smoker. Big style. Yeah, you are an older man and it sort of is a, um, I feel like it's a drug. It's an old-fashioned habit, yeah. yeah. Down to a couple of packs a day. Yeah, so this is Liv. Uh, this is a friend of Guy and mine who's a fantastic. Just watched a pornography with us. I don't know what you know about me, Liv, but I have been saddled with an erection that I tuck into the collar of my dress shirt for as long as I can remember. It's massive. <laughs> I crave oh, respite. No. No, George, <laughs> that's no good. Yeah, the boner inspector needs to. F- listen now. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. That these two gentlemen cannot seem to get it together. Because to use that Ghostbusters analogy again, we have got a gatekeeper and a key master. One man has an unsatiated boner that he needs to release. And another man is in dire search of an erection. And they never seem to... You keep teasing the existence of this guy. They never seem to be in the same place at the same time. Romeo and Juliet. (laughs) Really is a pair of star-crossed lovers. Basically, I have medium to deep pockets and a desire to have a porno commissioned, Mm -hmm. but I'm looking for pictures, descriptions of pornographic materials that might uh, cut the mustard. Okay. So if you would be so kind as to pitch a porno to me. Okay. Do I go away for 20 minutes and write a pitch or... (laughs) If if you like. Free in the room. Okay. So it's two people, mm. and they're having sex. Okay. I'm listening. That's the whole pitch. Oh, my God. I love it. I actually love it. We've been, uh, we've been, before you got here, we've been talking about how there needs to be a, um, 
Oh. More more realistic, I think, sex to introduce more more realistic porn. Yes, to introduce people yes. to it. It's they... a hard entry point, isn't it? It's yeah. like what Nintendo to, to keep going on this video game thing. It's like <laughs> like what Nintendo did with the Wii. It's like everyone yeah. is conf- who hasn't game before is confused by the yeah. PlayStation Xbox controls. Let's make a wand. Yeah, yeah. Let's make entry level porn. Yeah. So it's two people having sex. It's not very good. The guy is like. He's trying to go down on the girl. He doesn't quite know where the clit is. She's like, no, just left, like, left a little, no, right, like, mm. up. Like, he just can't, he just can't quite figure it out. Yes. He's kind of just chewing on her labia. Like, he's Jesus. just not doing a good <laughs> yeah. job. And then so she kind of gives up on that because she knows she's not going to come. She's like, okay, no, let's just, just. Let's Finish this. Yeah, yeah. Kill yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he. <laughs> and then. She snaps his neck. No. Um, she and then they have sex, and he comes in like two minutes. And then he asked her if she comes, and she said no. And how does he take that? Not well. Oh. He's pretty. He's pretty upset because most girls he's been with before have faked it, so he thinks he's good, but it's because no one's been honest with him. But sometimes it's easy to just fake it and they get out of your house. This but is like heavy on the realism, and yeah, yeah, maybe slightly light on the eroticism. Yeah, because it's real. <laughs> So That's it's real life, baby. Good. Yeah. And then he, he tears up a little bit and she's like, it's fine. It's fine. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like it happens, but you just need to know. I don't know. You need to like investigate how to please a woman more. And then, and then he puts his shoes on very sadly and then he leaves. Shoes wow. only. And it's... then she brings out her vibrator. Yeah. Wow. And then it's erotic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because the vibrator it knows what it's doing. It seems kind of sad to It me. seems, yeah. <laughs> yeah. sex, baby. <laughs> Sad. Well, George, well, it's interesting, uh, not in the traditional sense, but when you're really in the nitty gritty of the storytelling, my erection did sag a touch. <laughs> sag? That's not what we want. Well, or it's is it? a form of relief, but oh, it's yeah, not true. your traditional means. Oh, so we're like, Liv's found a way to get around the whole yeah. business of making you come. Yes. Just a boner killer porno. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, but then you sort of described at the end when he left and everything started heating up again. Mm. I don't want to see it. I don't want to make it. Oh, oh no. Yeah. This is my big break. No. It sounded like there was a third thing coming in that list that was going to negate the other two things you just said. But I don't want to see it. I don't want to make it. Um, but? But, you know, good on you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for work? Um, I'm a stand-up comedian. Keep at it. <laughs> Keep at it. You know, it t- oh. takes years. My side hustle is 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 writing pornography. Oh, okay, well, that's my true dream. Don't quit your day job. Oh, no. <laughs> and that's coming from George fucking Lazenby. Heartbroken. Yeah, you can actually leave now. Okay, bye, George. See you, George. Man, I did not like him. Yeah, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> he's all right. No, he means well. I didn't. Wasn't he supposed to be Australian? I uh, doesn't yeah. really know where he's travelled a lot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he spent a lot of time in the UK. He's yeah, one of those guys seems- who, um, you know, one of those people who's who's lived abroad for a few years and they come back and they're like, uh, I sound yeah, like yeah. this now. Yeah, you know, yeah, but you weren't there long enough to sound like that. Yeah, yeah. you were gone for nine weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was. I was. Gonna, do you know, yeah. I was going to say a last name at the end of that to call out someone I went to high school with, but I'm not going to do it just in case because they did do that and it was the UK us, and you cannot get a British accent. Give us the funny. initials. Uh, ID. Mm. Yeah, we'll just let that sit there. Ian. 
Damascus. Wa- real warm. Hey, oh. How about that? Um, Liv, mm-hmm. we've got a segment on this podcast <laughs> called The Shining Light. Mm-hmm. It's been with us since the beginning, since season one. It's uh, an opportunity to relieve the sort of um, negative aura that can sometimes emanate from around us because we subject ourselves to suboptimal viewing mm-hmm. experiences. So is there any scene, moment, could literally be something as small as a candle you saw in the background of frame? Was there anything that happened in Emmanuel Sex with Ghosts? Sex Lives of Ghosts. Could be called Sex and with Ghosts. And it seems to me my favorite bit was a candle in the room. Yeah, it could be. Burning slightly brightly. <laughs> Keep going. I don't know what rhymes with room. Worm. Broom. Yeah. Zoom. All good options. Sorry, we're out of it now. <laughs> so it's something nice I liked. Yeah, it's like your favourite <laughs> bit of the movie. I, I think we can all agree the movie wasn't fantastic. but like. I liked the end bit where it was just a shot of Emmanuel. And I was like, oh, she's really pretty. Yeah, you liked her, huh? Yeah, I thought she was pretty. Cool. You're I gonna, liked her vibe. You're going to marry cool. her? Maybe. I hope so. I'm proposing tonight. Wow. <laughs> Wish good, me luck. Good luck. Good luck. You're going to take her back to her family in Transylvania? <laughs> no, I'm taking her, I'm taking her, her back to the ghost fucking Yes, house. but live first. <laughs> you must ask my father's permission. Oh, I think it was dead. <laughs> yes. That's dad Emmanuel. Is, her dad is the count from Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's pretty wild having um, a depiction of Nosferatu in a kid's puppet show, you know? Mm. Like, what Oh, is that fuck? what he's supposed to be? Well, you know, Dracula, oh, sort of the same shit. Nosferatu's in Spongebob. Is, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. And they're like, I remember Nosferatu, because he keeps flicking the lights yeah, on and yeah. off. Yeah, and it's that. got that original footage from like the... Yeah, 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 it's like actual... One. Fuck, Spongebob was good. It's great. I, when I was an au pair... In New York, I would just make the kids watch SpongeBob. They keep making it though, right? Yeah. Do you know if it's a Simpsons situation? Where I mean, like something can't be good for that long. I think there's probably not as many episodes per season. I'm not sure. Yeah, I know that. Um, there were some decisions. What's his name? Stephen Hillenburg. Yeah, nice. I met him. D- did you? Yeah. I when? Met, um, so my old host mum used to work at um TV Land, which is part of Viacom, and so she. We got to do like a tour of Nickelodeon Studios. And if we were there on the right day, they would have been um, recording SpongeBob. Oh, my God. And we just missed them a day. Oh, oh my God. But we met Stephen Hillary and I was like sweating. It's like the most starstruck I've ever been. I was so excited. Yeah. And the kids did not give a shit. They were like, like, is this where they make Cartoon Network? And me and the the mum were like, oh, my God. You can't say that. Yeah. Here. Hugely embarrassed. What a faux pas. Yeah. By the au pair. Really was. Two French words. <laughs> um, what's he like? He was nice. He was like, um, he's dead now. Yes, he is. Yeah. Uh, what was he like is how I should have phrased that. Nice. He was still <laughs> yeah. nice. Um, I heard, yeah, I heard, he, I heard he met an au pair at the uh, studio and <laughs> never recovered. <laughs> the kids she was Fuck looking yeah. after were asking about Cartoon Come Network. On, man. That was the last straw. <laughs> He died. Um, yeah, he was like, nah, he was just seemed like a quiet kind of nerdy little dude. I think he was originally a marine biologist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he had big marine biologist energy. <laughs> which cool. is... Which is just like... Yeah. Booky. Bookish. Yeah, yeah. He was, Like, he seemed kind of shy. He wasn't like, oh my God, hi. You know, some Americans are like... He wasn't like ah. SpongeBob. No, no, no. And I was pretty upset by that. <laughs> what can Americans be like? Bah. Yeah. Americans do be like that. They really do. What do British people be like? Mm. <laughs> and what about Germans? 
Aussies. Yeah, you're right. Mm. And now we're going to travel to Asia. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that seems like as good a time as any to round things off. You got a shining light guy for this ep? This movie? Fuck, he is coming up so short. Oh, do you know what? The dude. The guy who played the dude was like acting. He was like a stage actor or something. Oh. He'd been cast in this porn and it was his big break into yeah. cinema. He was acting so hard. Like his face was working over yeah. time. The others seemed to know the limits of the movie and how successful it would be. But he had a belief that if he turned in the greatest performance of his life, this would, you know, uh, go into bigger things. And in a way it did because he did look a little bit like Matt Dillon's brother, Kevin Dillon, who did have a is still an actor, actually. In mm. fact, there's that funny photo of him and Charlie Sheen and Johnny Depp going around where they all looked super washed out on the internet oh, recently. No. I'll bet they did. And some Australian I account reckon I might know po- why. Some Australian <laughs> account posted a photo of it saying, bad day to be a bag. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, that is a stunning <laughs> caption. What about you, Tim? Um... Don't have a thing. Just be yourself. Have fun with it. I'm just trying to be honest as well, though. Like, I want to pick something that I genuinely did enjoy. If you're having fun, they're having fun. Uh, 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 um, fuck, man. This is hard. Nachos? Well, they weren't actually nachos. We just misheard Emmanuel. Oh. Oh, now I'm really upset. Yeah, so I was, so I was to burst that bubble. I mean, I kind of like that at the beginning of this film, there were flash something backs forwards whatever you would like with a horse and then it was just kind of like never addressed mm. i liked that there was a horse in this yeah movie. it's nice to see horses it's nice to see horses that's my shining light i was gonna say there should be a cartoon about horses but then i realized there was one quite recently bojack horseman love you look. oh i was trying to think of my little pony also true ponies aren't horses oh come on read man. a fucking book for once <laughs> Oh, Liv, where can people find you online? Um, oh, um, I have Instagram. I have... How did, but what's your, oh, wow. What's your, I uh, have <laughs> Don't be coy. My Instagram is... Um, it's important to have li- different handles on different platforms. I know. I have... My Instagram is living the dream, but it's underscore after live. And then I think my Twitter is like live underscore uh, Can McKenzie. we go back to the Instagram one? Yeah. So live underscore ving the dream. No, live underscore... Ing the dream. L I V underscore I N G the dream. Okay. Yes. Great. Yeah, and just the one underscore after yeah. Because her name's Liv. Yeah. 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 And then I tweet like once a month. So <laughs> What do you tweet? I tweeted <laughs> what I tweet yesterday. I tweeted something that's like I'm watching the Olympics because I hate sports, but I love watching athletes cry. <laughs> Fuck, get on that. What's your Twitter handle? <laughs> it's I think it's Liv at Liv underscore McKenzie underscore comedian. Maybe? Great pitch. So. <laughs> Fighting off Liv McKenzie doctor Liv McKenzie <laughs> <laughs> Alright fuckos Thanks for joining us for this exciting episode Of the worst idea of all time yeah. um, How many Emmanuel's have we got left? I feel like this was 30 like, I, I heard a rumour this was the last one Nah you heard, well, I'm, <laughs> you you heard wrong We have watched about I think this is 33, 34 something in there And like 52 I didn't I haven't revisited this since we kicked off, but when I did the original count, trying to put it all together, there's there's a few we've got to avoid. We've been told that they're no good. They're like bad, uh, very like, missable. Not like not like bad movies, but like 
objectionable. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll give those a a, a dodge. And I think uh, leaving the other ones, it is pretty close to fifty two. So we've still got another fucking like twenty on. Oh, boys, why do you do this to yourself? I'm I'm with you. By the time we're done watching these pornos, or like even after, I'll be a fucking dad. Oh. <laughs> you gonna watch it with the it's, baby? No, Start I don't him know. young. <laughs> we should have the baby on the podcast. <laughs> We probably, out of necessity, well, yeah, at some point. I, you should have just watched Twilight. There's only five at the end. First baby on a porno I podcast. I don't want to watch Twilight. You do. Though. All right, so everybody. Good. Enjoy the rest of your whatever the fuck. Bye-bye. Yeah, yeah get him, Tim. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.